Hello everyone, today is uh, Sunday. We're learning Parshas Chayasar, the first reading. The fifth Parsha in the book of Bereshis. This week's Parsha talks about the life of Sarah. Or actually, her passing. Why is it called the life of Sarah? It's a true life, you see, in her continuation of her ideals by her children. And it was at the life of Sarah... This is chapter number 23, the book of Bereshis, verse number 1. Sarah's life spanned 127 years. They were the years of Sarah's life. Rashi explains, why does it say the word years each time with every unit of her age? To explain it as follows. When she was 100 years old, she was like a woman of 20 with regards to sin. Just as a 20-year-old is considered not having sinned, first not she's not yet subject to punishment. So too, she was without sin at the age of 100. At the age of 20, she was as beautiful as a seven-year-old. The years of life of Sarah, this repetition comes to teach us that they were all equal in being good. Verse 2, Sarah uh, passed uh, passed away in Kiris Arba, that is Hebron, in the land of Canaan. And Avram came to eulogize Sarah and to weep for her. Why was it called Kiryasaba, literally the town of four? It was so called on account of the four giants who later lived there, Achiman, Sheshai, and Talmai, and their father. Another explanation? On account of the four couples, man and wife, who were buried there, Adam and Eve, Abraham and Isaac, Abraham and Sarah, Isaac and Rivka, and Yaakov and Leah. And Avram came to from Be'er Sheva, to eulogize Sarah and to weep for her, Sarah's death is written immediately following the binding of Yitzchak because through her hearing about the binding that her son had been designated to be slaughtered and was indeed almost sacrificed, her soul departed from her and she passed away. Verse 3, Avram got up from being in the presence of his deceased wife and spoke to the children of Chesing. Verse 4, I am a foreigner and now a settler among you. Give me a burial plot with you so that I may take out my dead from being before me for burial. What does it mean I'm a foreigner and I'm a settler, says Rashi? In other words, I'm a stranger who came from a foreign land and have now settled among you. But the Gadic explanation is, if you agree to sell me the land, I will act as a stranger and buy it from you. But if not, I will act as a settler and take it by right. For the Holy One, source of blessing, said to me, I will give this land to your descendants. A burial plot means, in other words, a possession of land as a cemetery. Verse 5, the children of Ches answered Avram, saying to him, Verse 6, listen to us, sir. You are a prince of God among us. So bury your dead in the best of our graves. No man among us will withhold his grave from your burying your dead there. Rashi explains that lo yichla means no one, a man will not withhold. Verse 7, Avram stood up and bowed down to the local people, the children of Ches. Verse 8, he then spoke with them saying, if it is your desire that I take out my dead from before me for burial, then listen to me and intercede for me with Ephraim, the son of Tzohar. Um Verse 9, that he give, give me the Machpelah cave that he has, that is his, which is at the edge of his field. Let him give it to me in your presence for the full price as a burial plot. Why is it called Machpelah? Cave of the Machpelah. The word Machpelah is the root kofel, which means double. It was so called because of, it consisted of a lower and upper level. Now the explanation, because it had the characteristics of being double through the couples who were buried there. 
for the full price, in other words, the complete price, its entire worth. Similarly, David um, said to Arnava, Ornan, for the full price, in the book of Chronicles, paid for the temple area in Jerusalem, and so on. Verse 10. Ephron was then sitting among the children of Ches. Ephron the Chiti answered Avram in the presence of everyone who had come to the gate of the city, clearly so that the children of Ches could hear saying. What do you mean, Yeshev? Um, Ephron was sitting. Um, basically, that very day, he was appointed, Ephron was appointed officer over them on the account of the high standing of Avram who needed him. He was promoted to an important position. He said this to the entire city of Ches. They were all there, for they all had stopped their work and come to pay their last respects to Sarah. Verse 11, No, sir, to me, consider it as if I have given you the field and the cave that is in it I have also given to you. I have given it to you in the presence of my countrymen. Go bury your dead. Basically, he says, No, sir, Rashi comments, you will not buy it for money. I have given it to you, Rashi explains, means it's as if I already have given it to you. Verse 12, Avram bowed down before the local people. Verse 13, he then spoke to Ephraim clearly so that the people could, so local people could hear, could hear saying, if only you would listen to me. I wish I had already given you the money for the field. Take it from me now and let me bury my dead there. If only you would listen to me. You ask me to listen to you and take it without payment. I do not want this. Rather, meaning if only you would listen to me and do as I ask. Literally, I have given means, in old French, the money is ready with me and I wish I had already given it to you. Ephraim answered, Avram, verse 14, Ephraim answered, Avram saying to him, verse 15, listen to me, sir. What is the land worth for 400 silver shekels between me and you? Just go and bury your dead. Basically, in other words, between me, between two such good friends as we, are of what importance is that? None. Leave business aside and bury your dead. Avram understood what Ephron meant, and Avram weighed out for Ephron the amount of money that he had mentioned clearly so that the children of Ches could hear 400 silver shekels in universal currency. Basically, Ephron is written here without the Vav indicating a deficiency in him because he promised much, but even a little he did not do. For he took from Avram large shekels, which are uh, coins worth a full hundred smaller units, centenaria. As it says, Ayvala Secher means coins that are accepted universally as a full shekel. And there are places where their shekels are large, in other words, centuria, centurions in Old French. Um, those 400 worlds... $400 that was paid represents the 400 worlds of pleasure. The word kesef comes, longing, that talked about in Tanya and the, in the studies of these days that, that holy people will be able to enjoy in the next world in Allah Haba, the Mashiach come immediately. Amen.